Today's Laramie press conference will feature both head coaches, Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy and Colorado's Mike McIntyre. Coach Gundy, if you could start the press conference with opening remark, please. Well, again, I uh, want to, uh, to thank Valero uh, and the uh, Alamo Bowl staff, Wells Fargo. Uh, we've had a terrific uh, week. Uh, San Antonio, the people in the community, has been fantastic. Uh, the food, the atmosphere, Alamo Heights, our practice facilities, um, uh, the Marriott Hotel staff. Um, as always, uh, it's been great. Um, it's been you know, four or five years since we've been here and uh, there's been considerable changes with the bowl and they've been fantastic. So uh, it's, it's really been a great week for us. Uh, looking forward to, to playing the game. Coach and I were just uh, just joking that you know you, you get places, you hurry up and wait and do it, and then you, you, uh, you get ready to play a game. So we're looking forward to it. As I've said, uh, very excited about playing Colorado, um, a team that's uh, had a tremendous season, uh, plays hard, very, very well coached. Um, and uh, I, I feel like this is the best bowl matchup of the year. Um, again, I know how everybody feels about the playoffs, but uh, terrific matchup with um, the quarterbacks that have had great success, skilled players at the wideout spot, the running back spot. Um, Colorado's defense, as I mentioned, um, you know, could very well be the best defense that we played. The secondary, I know they've got uh, six guys on that side of the ball being evaluated by the NFL. So. Um, it's a great matchup, a uh, lot of respect for Coach uh, to be able to win the awards that, uh, that he's won this year. I'm sure he, he feels like those are staff awards, but uh, has done a tremendous job. So uh, looking forward to the game, and uh, hopefully we can put on a good show for you guys. Thank you, Coach McIntyre. Yes, our young men have had a great time um, and here in San Antonio. It's, it's been a blast. Our guys had not been to a bowl for a long time, um, and our fans are really enjoying it, I know. And, so it's exciting, uh, you know. We keep watching Oklahoma State on film um, day after day, and you know they're extremely talented, um, and uh, they're. Uh, um, it's going to be a very, very tough contest. He, Mike's done a great job for a long, long time, and uh, has an excellent, excellent program. And so our, our guys are excited about getting ready to play, and um, and uh, we're ready to. We, Mike and I were talking. He just said earlier, you know, it's kind of like your first game of the year. You know, you get ready to play, 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 and, and now we're, we're ready to go. And uh, we still got a day and a half, it seems like, before we get there. So, um, but we're excited about being here. Thank you, Coach. Questions, raise hand. Everything today will be from the podium. Uh, Coach Gundy, we'll start with you uh, on the lightest note possible, I think. Uh, after this game, will you or will you not retire the ball? <laughs> um, you know, if I would have known it would have been such a distraction, I would have cut my hair in August. But uh, um, I, I think I'm going to uh, make a decision based on uh, my 12-year-old's grades. And uh, if he improves in his math classes, then I'll cut it. Otherwise, I may antagonize him for another month or two. I have had one request to keep it until uh, media day next August, but I don't know if I could go that far. But uh, it, it's been a lot of fun with the players. One quick follow-up to that. You said it started because of the disagreement with you and your son, and then eventually you've grown until you've gotten your way. Is it safe to say that you've gotten your way? Well, they're very embarrassed. So uh, as a parent that has a teenage voice, you can understand that I've gotten my point across to them. But I also make it clear there's really no argument. I make all the calls in the house. Does your Except wife know that? Her. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Now, I, you know, after the TCU game, I told you guys that you know I got hit in the face in the TCU game, and, and I, I did admit that I had been hit that hard in, in at least a week since I came home late and asked for supper. <laughs> Other questions? Front middle. Hey, Coach Kennedy, uh, the, the announcement yesterday, the official announcement by uh, Mason and James to come back and be part of the team again next year, obviously huge for the program, but you know their individual legacies just continue to have a chance to grow. What could you see sort of when they, this time next year, when they come to the end of, of their careers, what could you see you know, sort of their place in OSU history being at that point? Well, they've been very fortunate to have each other. <clears throat> they're, uh, they're quality young men that work hard. They're very dedicated. They're humble. They understand the team. Uh, what I've been most pleased with those guys is uh, uh, throughout their career, there's been times that, um, that we, we run the ball more based on uh, the defense we see and they're okay with it. Um, a lot of times, James doesn't get a lot of passes based on what we see. And um, neither one of them come to us and say, I need more touches. Um, but uh, hopefully they can stay healthy. Uh, they, they've been great leaders for our team, and um, guys like that only come through every so often. Uh, and you, you, all of you out there know that you follow the game closely in, in you know, Little League, high school, um, all levels of college ball in the NFL. If, if your quarterback's playing pretty good and you have a guy that uh, is a tough guy that will take a chance, you got a chance to have a good team. And, uh, and that's really where they're at. Um, so we were very excited about them making the decision to come back and be a part of our team next year. Does that mean they get to play in the bowl game? Or are you going to hold them out for next year? We're still going to sign them up for the bowl okay, game. Okay, oh, shucks. Now, I thought, I thought about uh, if, if you uh, may want to trade that freshman you have. Conversations like, and I'm sure it's necessary. It, it was good to see Coach Coker. Um, you know, he goes way back with our family and in uh, coaching, uh, coaching me in college, and now obviously with my brother and um, uh, big part of the Oklahoma State family. And it's, it's good to see him, and and, uh, and he's doing very well. Uh, you know, it's interesting when you're around those guys that have been involved in the game for really 50 years, um, uh, how much they miss it when they're out of it. Uh, but it, it's good to have um, guys, people like Coach Coker, stop by practice. Mike uh, uh, McIntyre, can you, Coach McIntyre, put into words again just how uh, meaningful this bowl game is for Colorado to return to a bowl game after all these years? Well, it, you know, we were the last team in the, the major conferences to, to not go to a bowl, so. Uh, it's a big deal. Our young men heard it every day. I've, I've heard it every day since I've been there. So now to kind of get that monkey off your back uh, is good. Uh, also, th this senior class, um, to, to, to end it this way, uh, it means a great deal. Uh, it, it shows that if you keep putting forth great work ethic and not listen to everybody and just keep working hard, um, that you can accomplish a lot of goals. And so it's a great life lesson along that. And then for our fans, um, for our student body, um, they're really excited about being here and, and, and going to a bowl game. So it rejuvenizes that. Hopefully it'll sell more season tickets for us next year and, and just keep growing our program. So it definitely is a, um, 
a, a big deal to be in this bowl game and then playing against an excellent football team that I feel like is definitely a top 10 football team. You probably don't, if they don't have that crazy play at the beginning of the year, um, they are. And uh, they're an excellent, excellent football team and uh, um, it's going to be a, a great game. Coach Gundy, uh, I know that crazy play is, is history now. Uh, I know you probably put it behind you, but if, if anyone maybe had a, a legitimate drive, it's, it's you guys. Um, is that, you know, how much of that plays into your preparation for this game at all? Uh, we, we approached it afterwards that you know, there'll, there'll be uh, situations in life that our players are faced with that aren't fair. We all know that the older you get. And um, at, at that time, our focus had to be the next game, which was Pitt. So um, we made sure that we understood um, you can't change some things. Uh, you can only move forward. Uh, we, we talk about that in the organization, control what you can control. And once we found that it was out of our hands, we moved forward. Um, and I had made comments on it throughout the year just based on my personal opinion in the situation. But it, it's interesting with young people, um, our players, the millennial age, they move so fast um, with the information they have and the social media and what's out there. They go to whatever is popular the next day. And uh, that is one area that, that makes coaching a little easier than it did years ago is that they move on to the next subject so fast uh, that I don't really think that they put much thought into it at this time. Yeah, for Coach McIntyre, uh, part of my voice. Um, Colorado is a place that has a national championship, but has competed for Big 12 championships. When you got there and, and you've achieved this rebuild to where you're at right now, I know you don't want to live in the past, but what were some of the uh, challenges you had to overcome specific to Colorado? Well, the, the past, we, we, we embrace the past. We really do. It's everywhere. You know, you walk by the Heisman Trophy, Rashawn Salam, we, we lost this year. Um, you, you know, you walk by the national championship trophy. That's the first thing our guys walk in when they walk into our new locker room every day. We have a ring room and a national championship trophy sitting right there. So we embrace it, um, and it, it, it's a great thing. Um, the other side of it is when we got there, you know, um, our program was really down. Um, you, know, we had, we went, you know, we were the worst program in major college football. Um, and uh, our facility built, coach um, Rick George has built new facilities for us. So now we're back up at the top of the echelon, the facility area. Um, you know, everybody's embraced us. Uh, the, the, the fan base has come back. So all of that is there. And, uh, you know, we just needed to, I guess, put a little bit more water on it, a little bit more fertilizer on it, and it'll grow again because the, the history is, is great. And then I think the other thing is the, the cool thing that we have, and I bring back a lot of players to speak to our guys from those, the different time areas, and all of them to a man came back and said, hey, our history is great, but you need to set your own legacy and your own history. And our kids kept hearing that from guy after guy. Matter of fact, they said, we're tired of hearing about our past. We want to see the new future. And that meant a lot. And we've embraced our former players, and they come around practice, and they come around at different times, and I love having them back. So. We embrace that. We're, we're, we're very proud of our history, but we, these young men now want to make their own legacy, and then they're starting to do that. Coach Kenny, it was reported, I think, earlier this week that J.W. Walsh was hired at ACU as a full-time assistant. Uh, wondering if you've talked to him yet and sort of what your reaction is that 
just two years out of college now, he's, he's on a, a full-time kind of gig like that. I have not talked to him. Um, I had discussions with uh, our staff and uh, actually a couple of the players that have. And, um, uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, he's got a long history. His you know, dad one of the most successful high school coaches in, in Texas football. Um, and, and he's really a coach on the field. Um, and, you know, if you, you, uh, you want your, your son to grow up and be like him, uh, that uh, he's going to do everything right all the time. And uh, he doesn't see obstacles or roadblocks. He pushes through. And so uh, he'll spend some time uh, there, and, and I'm going to guess he'll move on, and before long he'll be at a, at a pretty high level. Uh, and, and I would say someday, at some point, probably back at Oklahoma State. Coach Gundy, she has to get, um, excuse me, double-digit wins um, of fifth season and seven years for this program. Uh, I think the total wins you guys have had over the last four or five years ranks among the best in the country. What is the significance of seeing double-digit wins for the program again? Well, I, I think those, uh, uh, you know, those comments are, are positive for a program. Um, in, in doing this for uh, a long time now, uh, each week is a new challenge. You guys that follow us uh, know that you know my my comments will always be that uh, no matter uh, if you have a big win on Saturday or a tough loss, the most important um, and key ingredient in college football is to be able to come back Sunday and go to work. And um, so uh, we're playing a great football team, and and it's a challenge, and, and we're responsible as coaches to get our players prepared. Um, during that time to play the very best that they can and then once it's kicked off they have to go out and have fun uh, you know in a sense they're warriors you know they're gladiators the guys that play this game uh, but the game has to be fun for them and that's the challenge um, we always want to win um, but it's important that uh, they go out and have fun after they've dedicated themselves uh, to the team uh, in preparation for each game Coach McIntyre, when you play in a championship game like you guys got to do a month ago, um, obviously the emotions are high when you is elating and then losing it obviously hurts a lot. What, what were the keys over the, over the few days after that game to, to kind of heal guys and to, to get them back ready to where they're prepared for, for this kind of big stage today? Or, or. Yeah, you know, playing in the Pac-12 championship game was an ex exciting event for our team. And uh, it, it's a, you know, it's a kind of like a mini bowl situation and um, a lot of pomp and circumstance around it. Uh, you know, we didn't play as well as we would like. Washington had a lot to do with that, of course. Uh, but we came back, um, started back to work, um, watched the film, put it behind us. They went on and took exams. And then when we started on Oklahoma State, we started just like we would any other game and, uh, and approached it that way. And, and our, you know, the, the guys, uh, Mike talks about it. they get over it pretty quick. Coaches linger on it a little bit longer. So as coaches, you have to make sure you don't enforce that last game as much and let it carry you with you so you don't make a negativity on your players. And our coaches did, staff did a great job of that. And then once they watched tape on Oklahoma State, they got nervous, started watching. They, our players realized how good they are um, and are excited about playing in this game. Coach college football is not a patient game. Mm -hmm. um, campus about an hour north here, Charlie Strong asked for patience, asked for fourth season. He didn't get it. What were those conversations like for you with your administration as you're going through this rebuild? Um, 
what did you have to ask for? Did you have to ask for anything for more time? Uh, you know, uh, no, I didn't. Um, we were so bad when we got there. <laughs> so, uh, and just a little bit of improvement. So they saw improvement every year. Even though we were short on the scoreboard a lot of times, you could see our team improving. You know, when I first got there, when people were asking you if we can just stay to halftime, that's what people asked me, literally. And uh, we didn't stay to halftime all the time <laughs> the first few years. But then we got it going. And last year was a year where our, I felt like our young men really matured and understood what they needed to do um, to be successful. Um, and they, we kept building them, and we were able to retain players. We had the biggest junior-senior class they've had in, since the 2001 team that won the Big 12. Um, and so the retention was a big thing I noticed when I got to CU. Players were not staying. Uh, we had, they had small senior classes. Matter of fact, one of our fifth-year seniors got up and talked to there was only seven seniors in his first class when he got here. You, you're not going to win that way. And so we've been able to do that. And, and uh, our president, our chancellor, our AD have been phenomenal. Um, everybody associated with us, even David platty has been awesome. So it's been, uh, it, it, <laughs> it, it's been, it's been neat. Um, and I think everybody, it, I just hit the right time when everybody understood where we were going and um, they were thriving to be successful and, and we were able to do that. And, and we just kept building to, to try to get better. For Coach McIntyre, uh, Mike, there's been a lot of conversation about the fact that in your two regular season losses, you didn't have Steph Lufau at USC and, of course, the second half of Michigan. In that Michigan game, you also lost Derek McCartney in that game, one of the cornerstones of your defense. Talk about the process of overcoming that and not having a guy that was back on your defense and still having out of the season with uh, a defense like the top of Pac-12. You know, Derek, um, you know, it was interesting in that game, um, Cepho goes down, or most Colorado people don't know this, Cepho goes down, and then we uh, kick the football off, and our um, kicker blows his Achilles, who was having a phenomenal year, and then the next play on defense, Derek McCartney tears his knee up. All three of those guys are roommates. So the house they live in, nobody will ever live in again. I've already told them they all are gone. So, but losing Derek, he, not only, is, you know, Derek is going to New Orleans after this game for the Good Works um, Bowl. He was one of the 11 people picked for the Good Works. He's just a phenomenal leader for us, too. Um, he's a legacy. He's Coach Mack's grandson. So he means a lot to our program in a lot of ways. And, you know, he's six foot five and a half. He's 255 pounds. He can rush the passer. He's a, a force. So we definitely missed him, and we had to tweak a few things, and um, that's one of the reasons you see uh, Ryan Moeller. That kind of developed another area for we felt like playing Ryan Moeller because we started playing some more teams that were spread teams, and uh, so we kind of tweaked a little bit. But missing Derek is big. The great thing about Derek is he'll be back next year, um, and uh, he's going to be going to med school. He's already started his prerequisites for that, so um, we're excited about having Derek back. But uh, he was a big loss, not only on the football field but off. But um, we had a, a strong senior class, and uh, um, so he, they filled in well for him. Uh, for Coach Mackey, your team returned 56 upperclassmen this year. It's the most out of any Pac-12 school. But what kind of mentality and work ethic have these older guys instilled in some of the younger guys in the program that are going to shoulder this team in, in years to come? Yes, they've uh, they 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 built it. Um, you know that, that the culture they've developed, 
the you know it's, it's good when you don't really have to say much as a head coach on work ethic and being on time and how they're supposed to be dressed and they just do it um, and so that's what I've seen is the, the work ethic and them holding each other accountable uh, uh, you know there was a couple times I went down to uh, summer workouts and um, there's guys standing outside the gate they won't let them in because they were they didn't get there early enough and so then they made them the players end up punishing them um, so it was, you know, they just had a, a great mentality. Of, they understood what it took. Um, as you, you know, I've always said, as you come in as a freshman, you just kind of want to be part of the team. If you get to play, you're happy. As a sophomore, you want to play. You just want to play. And then as a junior and senior, you just want to win. And so as you kind of keep that mentality going and they pass it down to the younger guys um, and that they've done that, we just got to keep the culture going and restart it after this bowl game with a, a new group of guys. Coach Mack, have you thought at all about what it's going to be like to see Seth Lufau walk off the field for the last time tomorrow in a Colorado uniform? Uh, no, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so um, I'll uh, enjoy watching him play his last game and, and the other seniors, just like Mike enjoy watching his seniors play. And, and then after that, uh, in the locker room, and you'll kind of do, there'll, there'll be a time that I'll think about it. Um, but right now, I'm just thinking about us finding a way to try to win the football game. For Coach Gundy, Jenny touched on this a little bit earlier, but you bring back Washington, Aitman comes back uh, for his redshirt year. When you look at this receiving corps, what you have, what you've set to bring in, could it rank among some of the best receivers you've had all together at the same time in, in program history, just based on what these guys have done already? We're very fortunate to have a, a really quality group of, of mature receivers that have uh, had a considerable amount of experience playing in, in big games. Uh, with the addition of Aitman coming back, uh, really we uh, we lose Seals and um, and Austin Hayes. Um, Stoner was uh, was able to play for us some the year, some this year until he uh, hurt his foot, and then we'll get him back. Uh, and then we've uh, we've got some young players that we feel really good about, so uh, they could be a good group um, if they uh, put the work in uh, like they have in the past and stay humble and understand the commitment to the team, they'll have a chance to be a pretty good group of receivers. Um, I kind of envision running, uh, playing three to four of them, uh, four plays, and then running four more in and, uh, and doing that throughout the game uh, if we're fortunate enough for them to stay healthy and stay on track. All right, so final question, first one middle back. Coach Gundy, can you talk about the significance the impact that Jordan Stearns had on this program, four-year starter, and just the, the unique opportunities he gave you to play his last game in his hometown. Yeah, Jordan's been a great leader for us, uh, as Coach was talking about uh, with with the seniors, and uh, they they learned to lead and bring the young the young players along. Uh, Stearns is a, is a throwback player. Uh, he he kind of goes back to the days of the '80s of guys that will uh, that will strike you and and enjoy the contact. You know, it goes against human nature for for two people who want to run into each other. And uh, there's uh, some players that are somewhat genetically unbalanced and they're willing to do that. And uh, Stearns has been one of those guys up to this point. So uh, his toughness, his leadership, uh, kind of what he stood for, uh, has really helped bring our football team along over the last few years. And uh, you know, he's from right here in San Antonio. Uh, and uh, I'm excited about him and, and we're, 
looking forward to his future down the line, but uh, certainly uh, we're going to miss him when he leaves. Coach McIntyre, you mentioned earlier you lost one of the greats in, in the program history in Rashawn do you have anything planned um, as a team to commemorate him uh, at the game? Uh, yeah, we're going to wear a, a decal on our helmet for, for Sean, and uh, so uh, honoring him that way. And um, you know, our guys walk by his trophy every day, and there's flowers around it now. And um, so it's uh, something that we notice every single day. Um, and we, you know, I, I just remember I didn't know Rashawn real, real well. I got to know him these last four years. Um, and I remember seeing him play as a player, of course, on television, but. Everything, every time I remember Rashawn, is he always had a great smile, um, and uh, he was very, very humble. Um, and uh, I, I really appreciate um, um, Rashawn and what he did for the CU program. Final two questions here. Coach, you were just asked about your outstanding uh, receiving core. Uh, I'm wondering, a comment from your perspective on the challenge there of facing what Coach McIntyre puts out there in the back of his defense. You have to be play by play, or right? Yeah, that's okay. him. All right, that's I, our guy. I was going to say you're in the wrong profession. <laughs> You've got to get on game day. So. <laughs> and the other comment I was making—they brought up the giving coach uh, the time or whatever—and I know wasn't a big issue. Just a very smart move with the administration in Colorado uh, to do that great move on their part. But um, uh, I said this earlier that I, I think this is the best back end that we faced all year. Um, they have range, they're long, uh, they'll attack you, uh, they'll go up the challenge for the ball, uh, and the different style of, of aggressiveness in the back end um, presents, uh, has presented a lot of issues for teams they've played, and uh, is difficult to, um, to find a way to attack. Uh, so uh, I think it's going to be one of the neat matchups. Uh, we've got a few receivers that can make some plays, and they've got guys back there that have had tremendous success. And, that, that's what makes this such a great ball game, along with all of them. But I think that'll be a matchup there. But it'll be, be really excited about watching. Coach Matt, how have you felt about the job Coach Tumpkin has done coaching your defense these last few weeks? And, and will we see him kind of put his own spin on things tomorrow? Uh, Joe's done an excellent job, um, and so has you know Charles Clark and Jim Jeffcoat and and uh, um, everybody that's been working with them, it's been, uh, it's been good. Uh, we'll keep doing the same thing. You can't change. We'll keep doing the same thing we've been doing. And uh, um, we just got to, you know, play, play better than Oklahoma State does, and they want to play better than we do. Um, and, uh, but talking about their receiver core and their, their, you know, their quarterback, uh, they're excellent, excellent, excellent. It reminds me of USC. And which they have excellent ones. And so that's what I think we're playing. We're lining up against US, USC's receivers and quarterback, and, and they're special players. Thank you, Coach McIntyre.